Todd Kennelly. Yes, sir. How you doing? You are on the air, sir. This is Gary and my newest co-host, Chris. And you're welcome back to the shoot, Todd. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me back. Welcome, Chris. Thanks Thank for being you, back. He, and, and you know what? He, he is my newer co-host, but really, Todd, he's more of just a pain in my ass normally. I, yeah, I am the pain in the ass. <laughs> I, I know how that goes. I've been in the, uh, the announce booth with some people. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Speaking of that announce booth, Todd, the last time we talked to you, you were just getting back into uh, championship wrestling from Hollywood. How is that going? It's been going really well. You know, I'm a longtime friend with uh, Dave Marquez, who is the uh, the head producer of that show. We have a great working relationship, worked with him in the NWA, worked with him in New Japan, USA, when they used to film stuff out of the dojo in LA. So, and even all the way back to my UPW days where I first started. So I've known Dave for a long time and it was just Mm -hmm. great uh, getting back in the saddle with them. And, you know, one of the real great uh, kind of added bonuses of that is they were able to put together a team of Matt Stryker and I in the booth for the first time and, had an opportunity to work with Stryker on some episodes and really, really had some fun together. That's funny because we, <laughs> I don't mean to toot our own horn here on the show, but we talked about that very idea. I remember um, the last time you were on, he was just released from WWE, and I I, I believe I just brought it up in passing. Hey, we had uh, Matt Stryker on the show, and you're like, yeah, I think I'd love to work with that guy someday or something to that effect. Um, Maybe it was some of that shoot magic that made it happen. I don't know, but <laughs> I doubt it. But we, you know, just just given our given our backgrounds and just respect for the history of, of the business and and uh, kind of our quirky nature and making our little one liners and stuff. We really had a blast, and now he's actually transitioned on that program into a into a wrestling role as well. And so it's been great. I know f- certainly for me, but also for the for the locker room having him on board because. He's really taken time to get with a lot of the guys and go over some things and psychology, and he's been uh, very much a team player. It's been really cool. Very cool. Now, somebody who might be stumbling onto, you know, let's say HollywoodWrestling.com, uh, in addition to somebody like Matt Stryker, who is some of the uh, the the people that you would recommend that uh, that the listeners check out? Who's somebody to watch out for? Uh, a lot of great talent there. Uh, Willie Mack, who is very Samoa Joe-esque in the fact that he's a he's a big dude. If you just judge the book by its cover, you might think entirely different from what he's actually capable in the ring, just in terms of his style. A guy has got great explosive offense. He's a big dude that can that can high fly. Um, he's, he's a great striker. I mean, just very similar to Samoa Joe. In fact, in a recent live event, they actually put that match together, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood did, and had Willie Mack and Samoa Joe go at it. Oh, wow. Of course, Samoa Joe's got a lot of uh, West Coast roots as well. So that was really cool to see. So definitely Willie Mack. Uh, Joey Ryan is back. So another one of my uh, old TNA buddies. He yeah. is back, and he's the television champ there, Scorpio Sky, who uh, people might know as Mason Andrews from Impact, or uh, what was it, Harold from the anger management skits in WWE. Yeah. Uh, he's a phenomenal, uh-huh. yeah, he's a, he's a phenomenal talent as well. Uh, great tag team division there as well with the likes of, uh, the rock nest monsters and, and, uh, PP Ray. One half of PP Ray is, uh, is Peter, uh, pretty Peter Avalon, who is Nor Furnham, uh, in TNA. So right. they've got a lot of great talent that, uh, really exciting style. The, the emphasis of the show is bell to bell. So you're going to see in those hour long episodes and you'll see some interviews and some promos here and there, but you know, the vast majority of the show is going to be in ring and, and it's uh 
makes it fun to call because I love calling the action. Well, I'll, I'll say this before we move forward uh, about the, the championship wrestling from Hollywood. I was checking out some of the stuff on YouTube, and I like how you know the video begins. It's just, hey, there's a guy in a ring, or, or they're getting ready to start a match. It's just boom. It just starts out you know, right out of the gate. Um, I think the one I checked out was, uh, you know, it was just a guy in the ring ready to cut a promo and it's just, the quality was nice. It's easily accessible with YouTube. I, I like that availability when people put themselves out there, they make it easy to get the wrestling. Like you don't have to worry about, you know, I, I, cause I know you guys are on TV out there in California and stuff like that, but for the people that aren't living in that area to just be able to jump on YouTube and get them real easily. I like that. Yeah, and please, you know, to all the viewers out there, take take a few minutes to check it out because I think you'll really enjoy what you see. Um, some really great talent, and again, with the emphasis being on the wrestling itself, a lot of fun just to sit and watch, and and something that you can jump right into and watch an episode, and and uh, yeah, you might not know exactly what's going on in terms of storylines, but it's really not going to matter that much because I think anybody could jump right in and just enjoy it for what it is. Right, and uh, it's been. Uh, it's been great, and you know they continue to to grow, and we'll see what happens. Obviously, the whole nature of the business in terms of TV and pay per view is changing in a big way. Oh yeah, thanks to WWE Network, so it really does potentially open the door for other companies like Hollywood and others to to uh, grow and, and and find other opportunities out there. When when we had you on last time, Todd, I remember we we just broke out randomly into some old school kind of stuff, and you know now that this network's been officially announced. From a fan perspective, you know, what uh, what gets you, you know, A, most excited about the network? And then uh, part two of that question is, what's the first pay-per-view you're going to pull up, like old pay-per-view, when, when you get it? <laughs> That's a good question, man. Um, I don't know. I would say that the thing that really draws me to it is, again, the accessibility. You've got so many generations of fans that could really enjoy this product. And, you know, growing up, as we talked about before, I really grew up in that uh in that eighties era of Hulkamania and, and, um, Saturday night's main event and, and loved it. And just the, just the ability to go back and relive a lot of those moments. And, you know, you talked about the accessibility of Hollywood online yeah. I and mean, just the fact, just the fact that you, it opens the door to every single WWE, WCW and ECW pay-per-view right off the bat. I mean, where would you begin? I don't know <laughs> me, me. I'm sure I'd go to something, uh, you know, back in the old school era, but I mean, just the, uh, I, I'm glad that, uh, this didn't come out a few years ago because I would be completely worthless and probably weigh 500 pounds because I'd never be, you know, bedridden <laughs> and never leave the house. You would essentially be me. I, I don't, I mean, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> no, that, I would be more, I would be more worthless and fat than I already am, oh, which geez. is some I don't need. Yeah, I it, it's it looks so exciting, Todd. I cannot wait. Uh, you know, and, and partnering up with MLB Advanced Media. I mean, I don't know if you're a baseball guy if you've ever used MLB TV, but that's a pretty reliable service. I've had it for the last two years, and I've had zero problems with it. That's awesome. No, I yeah. and they're going to do it right. And and this has been talked about for for years now. And you know that that WWE and Vince, they're smart and they're going to not go forward with this because this is a, obviously a huge step and, yeah. and something that they can't afford to have not be a hundred percent right and, and have that failure factor. So I'm sure they dialed it in. You've heard about it for years, but they waited till the time was right. And I just think it's, it's genius. I mean, launching this time of year, WWE is really on the forefront of wrestling fans minds. You get on that road to WrestleMania, people get excited 
really all kicks into high gear with the Rumble and the fact that they're going to make that available to have WrestleMania uh, be available right off the bat for nine ninety nine a month. I feel like I'm doing a commercial for them, but that's that's pretty darn smart, and I'm sure all kinds of people are going to jump all over it. Speaking of the Rumble, who do you got to win? You know, I haven't really, I haven't really sunk my teeth into it right. too much yet, but uh, that's going to be a tough call. You know, I, I kind of always hope that they'll, they'll kind of have a bit of a dark horse that you wouldn't, that you wouldn't see coming. Yeah. Uh, but this year is going to be really interesting. I think it's going to be great to have Batista back in there. Uh, I think just the way things are going, you can expect Roman Reigns to kind of be in that. Uh, Kane or, or Diesel mode, where he's just launching people left and right and getting little, getting tons of eliminations. Right, and um, I think it's going to be great, man. I just have, I've really enjoyed the product, and I think they're finding a right mix of the current day and old school. And this is something I kind of wanted to talk about too. Sure. I think it just lines up perfect with their launch of the network. You know, how cool is it seeing CM Punk interact with the New Age Outlaws? You know, not only do you get that nostalgia, nostalgia pop. But to, back in the day, you would have had to play a video game that has a Legends roster to make stuff like that happen. Right. You know, what if, what if Jake the Snake Roberts interacted, you know, with Dean Abrose, who's kind of a loose cannon and a hothead, and now you see him out there with the snake. And it's just so much fun to see those two worlds mix and have the current stars give the pay respect to the to the older stars and vice versa. And I think it's, it's a kick to watch as a longtime wrestling fan. I don't know what you guys think, but... Yeah, I, my my only real complaint of the product lately, well, I can't even say lately because it seems like they're turning things around, but I, I was, you know, when we talked last time, we were talking about how we really felt something big was on the rise for, for Daniel Bryan, and then they had that amazing SummerSlam match, just incredible match, and then, in my opinion, they kind of cut the legs out from under them, and, and we had a couple of rough months there, but it seems like now they're kind of turning things around. Has your opinion changed on, uh, you know, what you think, uh, as far as if they're doing good or bad with Daniel Bryan? And what's your, uh, what's your opinion now on it? I was, uh, I was definitely concerned there for a while. As you mentioned, there was definitely a rough patch, and you had to wonder if the higher ups were kind of second guessing if he was going to be you know, the guy or a top guy. Uh, and it seemed like he was kind of, uh, the pace had slowed and he was getting dragged through the mud again. But I'll tell you what, I think they made a huge step in the right direction um, with that final segment of Raw. I mean, the crowd was just going bonkers. The whole thing with him joining the Wyatts, man, I, I always figured it would be that he would kind of be a, do it to infiltrate and learn their secrets and be a mole and eventually turn. I mean, for my taste, it all happened a little too quickly. I would have liked to seen it drag out a little more and, and yeah. kind of be a little bit more intriguing in what's he really doing there. I mean, it was a matter of a couple of weeks and it, and it turned around, but that final segment, there's those magical moments in this business where that crowd is all on the same page and there's just no denying the emotion in the building. And you think it's definitely that passion in those fans and in the performer himself, Daniel Bryan sitting on top of that cage the entire crowd in unison yeah. doing the yes chant. You know, you can't help but sit at home watching that and think, man, I wish I was there to be part of that and just have a big smile on your face. So I think he recaptured some huge momentum. I think he erased all doubts that, look, you can't, you can't go against the grain what your audience wants. Right. You can to a point, 
But then it becomes so evident, like, look, man, we have to strike where the iron's hot. This is the guy. This is the guy the fans are behind. You know, along, of course, with the likes of Cena and others. But right now there's just something undeniably special about Daniel Bryan. I think Jim Ross said that it, that that last segment to him felt Austin-esque. I mean, it was definitely yeah. different from from Austin and an Austin reaction, but in terms of the whole crowd just going bananas, it was pretty cool to see. Well, I, th- I think they called an audible, honestly. I mean, it just seemed like it was kind of... Seemed like it was kind of out of nowhere, like you were saying, you know, maybe they could have held out a little bit longer. I think they just, I, I think they called an audible on it. That's just my opinion, but I think, you know, they just, they, they, they turned it around, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, it was just interesting. I, I, the way they did it, it worked, and now he's got some huge momentum going, but, you know, they could have gone a number of different ways. They, Daniel Bryan could have been in the Rumble with the Wyatt family, and, and Bray could have, uh, if it came down to the two of them at some point in the match, Bray could have demanded that he, that uh, Daniel Bryan eliminate himself. You know, they could have done something there, or they could even ha- even had the cage match um, at the Rumble just to just to stretch it out a little bit. But you know, you can't deny it. The most eyeballs are going to be on it on on Monday on Raw, and and it it worked. But now it's all in how do you capitalize on it? And I hope that they can keep running hard with that ball and make it make it uh, something big all the way through Mania. Exactly, Chris. Yeah. Yeah, hey, 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 Todd, were you were you like me? I was doing the Yes Channel Monday night at the very end. Were you doing the Yes Chant? Uh, you know, I can neither confirm nor deny. But yeah, maybe <laughs> I think I, I think I got up out of my got up out of my seat, set my uh, set my drink down, and, and might have uh, might have been moving. <laughs> Pretty cool, man. Pretty cool. And again, he's another guy that that I had an opportunity to call some of his matches. Uh, in the NWA and, 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 and in New Japan. And so a guy that just have, you have to have, uh, the utmost respect. He's a wrestler's wrestler. He is a guy that traveled the roads. He earned everything that he's gotten. Uh, he's humble. You know, he doesn't have a big head. I mean, to this day, he's, he's still the same guy and you, you can't help but love him. If you've been around the business any, any kind of time and you know how hard it is to earn opportunities to see some guy, that doesn't have the prototypical look that I know we've talked about this, I think last time right. to be able to overcome and break through those boundaries. And now to reach the level of popularity and the level of acceptance from the fan base is, is pretty darn cool. You're right. Not, not, not too bad for an indie darling, huh? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, on, on that note, I know we're talking, you know, like getting some of these other guys that are in the main event, not, Orton and Cena, you know, you get your Daniel Bryans, your Bray Wyatt, things like that. And I want to know what you think about NXT because I I am a huge fan of NXT, and they're they're going to be going live on the network. And I just want to know what, what you what you think about like the you know the, the NXT product itself, the performance center, things like that. I think it's I think it's phenomenal. I think it's a long time coming, and and I think it's a great move on their part to. Until this day, the whole developmental system had been very guarded. You know, right. they would send their guys to OVW, and then and then they had you know Florida, of course, and now they've got the performance center. But they would they would finally tune their guys, and they would craft their characters, and then you'd see them uh, maybe through a series of vignettes or whatever, and then they break onto onto television. But to be able to to pull that curtain back a little bit and trust the talent enough. To, to kind of show that road and show um, the guys that are just getting ready to make that jump, they can really create a fan base 
and and just hit the ground running when they make it to to Raw or SmackDown. And the product is is very much, you know, in my mind, it's kind of similar to to the championship wrestling from Hollywood stuff, and that the emphasis really is the wrestling. I think the performance center they have from all, I haven't had a chance to visit it myself, but everything I've heard, it's just an absolutely amazing complex. They've got great people there doing the training. They've got a variety of different trainers, you know, from Norman Smiley to Bill DeMont. I mean, you're not going to get much different, you know, between yeah, those two right. and Joey Mercury and the guys. What I love is it's not, they're not being trained, you know, by one guy. People complain about it being cookie cutter, this and that, but they're going through a, a, a wide array of trainers with different sizes, looks, backgrounds, styles. Right. And, uh, and they're learning a little bit of everything. And I think it's, uh, I think it's awesome. And I think it's great that they're going live because, hey, listen, this is what these guys are going to have to be able to do. They're going to have to be able to perform under pressure. They're going to have to be able to thrive under the pressure. They're going to have to be able to call an audible, as you said, and adjust it to how the crowd's reacting. I mean, what better way to prepare this talent, WWE talent for the grand stage than have them do it right off the bat? Exactly. Right. Now now do do you watch I know I mentioned what you think but do you actually have you actually watched any of the uh NXT stuff that's out there on Hulu? I've seen some of it, yeah. I haven't seen a ton of it. Um but you know, I've got friends that are out there working and, and uh and helping to produce the show now and stuff and so I try and catch as awesome. much of it as I can. Awesome. Now who who's the one I know there there's some guys there right now, it's a couple and there's one in our chat right now I can see that's an obvious uh you know what with a, a call up. Who's a guy on on the NXT roster now that you see he he's going to be something special? You know, I I'd have to really I'd really have to dial in and take a closer look, but you know I, I think that they've just got they've got a great array of talent there that is that is super close and uh, and I don't know I don't want to really name a name right now I'll try and give it some more thought you know maybe before oh, okay. we're done but sure. you know I I just think that that they've got some great talent there and they're they're really widening their search in terms of the type of people that, that they're going to bring in. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to name names right now, but I think that they've got a good talent pool there that I'm sure is going to transfer to success on WWE TV in the future. Fair enough. But right. NXT, it's, NXT itself is going to have a great opportunity to thrive and create a fan base and have more eyes on it than ever before. It's going to be awesome. Definitely. Yeah. And I, I can't wait till it goes live. I'm really, really excited about that. That's one of my, NXT is one of my favorites right now. Yeah. Now, very cool and uh, just a great concept and just continuing to expand their brand. And uh, I, I'm very interested to see how those guys perform perform live. Should be cool. Very, very cool. Uh, let's shift focus a little bit, Todd. Let's go back to, you know, let's go to something that's, a, I think, a little near and dear to your heart. Uh, TNA Wrestling. <laughs> Seen a lot of changes uh, since the last time you've been on the program. Three major uh, departures. Uh, I kind of want to break them down individual by individual because I think they're they're unique in their own way. But uh, you know, Hulk Hogan has since left TNA. I, I think we're going to see him at WrestleMania, which I do like that idea. I don't know if he's in ring or not in ring. Either way, I'm I'm as a Hogan fan, you know, I'm excited to see him. But what what's your take on, on his uh, departure from TNA? On Hulk's departure? Yeah, I I think it was I think it was time. Uh, I think Hulk went in there and, and did everything he could do to, to help the TNA brand. And, and he did a lot of good for them in terms of opening that door to different media channels and, and a lot of the international business. Uh, I think he, 
played a, a, a solid role. And just in my time there, I can say this too. Yeah. Hulk wasn't just a figurehead. He was in, he was in those meetings. He was in creative meetings. He was taking the time. He was helping guys fine tune, um, you know, the little nuances in ring and, and on the mic. He was very active. So anyone who thinks Hulk was just sitting there collecting the check is wrong. And I can tell you that firsthand. Um, and I certainly really, as a lifelong Hulkamaniac, got a kick out of just seeing how sharp of a wrestling mind he has. And, you know, you'd be sitting there and ideas would be batting around and Hulk would always somehow seem to have just the right answer. Uh, But that being said, um, I think it was the right time. And let's be honest, WWE is, is uh, the house that that Hogan built in some respects. And that's home. Mm -hmm. That's home for Hulk Hogan. And he deserves that, that spotlight, you know, at least one more time. Right. And whether it, I, I really honestly hope that, that he has some hand whenever it happens, whether it's this year or soon, I really hope he has a hand in inducting Randy Savage into the hall of fame. Um, yeah, I think that just in terms for Hulk too, I think it'll be a rewarding thing. Uh, merchandising through the WWE machine, I think will be good for him. And it'll just be great to hear real American, see him come to the ring, you know, cup his hand to his ear, rip his shirt off, pose. I mean, <laughs> you talked about whether it'll be in ring or not. You know, if if his body can hold up and he can do certain things, obviously I'd love to see him block a punch hit three, throw somebody in and, and hit him with a big boot. Yeah, just um, a couple of spots. And I, yeah, and I think I think you'll see that. But Hulk, Hulk doesn't have to do a whole lot. And to still have that, that crowd in the palm of his hand. Yeah. And, you know, he had a, he had a phenomenal run in WCW. The NWO was obviously one of the most successful uh, angles and programs in, in, in wrestling history and, and, and tipped the tide in the war for, for a couple of years. But that being said, there was something super special when Hogan came back home to WWE. His, his run there, you know, his WrestleMania 18 match with The Rock, I mean, that was magic. It was just great to see Hulk back. And whether he can recapture that kind of magic, I don't know, but I'm never going to doubt that guy. And yeah. I just would love to see him back in WWE in some respect. So definitely excited about it. Yeah. One more note on that before we move on. I would say to me, my, my ultimate fanboy kind of fantasy, Todd, has always been, you know, so, you know, WrestleMania 30, it's like you're saying, maybe just a couple of spots, but just that, just that final image of him in the ring. Music's blaring, cup in the ear. If I never saw Hulk Hogan on TV after that, I think I would be okay with that. Yeah. Just have that one more big moment. It needs to have that moment, and it should be at WrestleMania. There's there's no better place. Oh, absolutely. Um, Now, the next big one, I I think this this is probably the one that shocked a lot of people, Todd, and that would be you know Jeff Jarrett. This is like a couple days before Christmas, went on Twitter, announced that he was leaving uh, TNA. What, what What was your initial reaction to that? That one definitely was a big head turner. I mean, here's the guy that that really put himself out there, uh, helped to you know founded that company, right? Took a chance, did the weekly pay per views, you know, got on Fox Sports at one point, then eventually teamed up with the Carters, got on Spike TV. I mean, you think of the roller coaster that this guy went through and and the sacrifices he made to keep that company around is unbelievable. So to Walk away from it. It's it it it's got to be for a good reason. One would think. And again, purely speculation. You read the rumors that yeah that he's uh, going to start his own thing. 
and we'll see if he does. I, I, I honestly hope he does because the more variety and the more opportunities for talented people in this business to get work and be seen and, and make a living, the better. Right. And he obviously has a great mind for the business. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's one where you just, if you follow TNA from day one, I mean, he's the guy that started it all. So you got to look at it and say, wow, what, what's going on here? Right. Uh, so it was shocking for sure. And, and cause towards the end, it seemed like he was maybe having a bit more of a role backstage too and stuff. And yeah, he was maybe going to get more involved after the departure of, of, uh, of Hogan. But, you know, I guess time will tell, but whatever he has cooking, I'm very interested to see what he's got. What he's got planned. Well, uh, let, let me let me put let me put the question like this: What do you think is more likely? A, Jeff and, and Dixie and team are all working us all, and he's this new investor they're teasing. Or B, he is actually going to be starting a new wrestling company. What do you think is more likely? Well, you know, he's a he's very experienced worker for certain, and uh, yeah. if that is the case, then that's pretty pretty well orchestrated because he's certainly they certainly have a lot of people buying <laughs> into the fact that he's got something going. It, right. wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, TNA has proven over the years that they can come with the, with the big surprise. I mean, the signing of, signing of Kurt Angle, I think, is the number one. I mean, that that just, uh, they kept that under wraps, and that was, was huge, and a huge momentum turner for that company. Yeah. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised, but equal, I wouldn't, equally I wouldn't be surprised if, if he saw an opportunity, and especially with, Potentially the pay-per-view business having uh, some some space to to take up in terms of wrestling uh, to get something going himself if he has an opportunity and he's done his due diligence and he's got a way to get it on TV and he's got investors and partners and and can do it you know it, it wouldn't surprise me but also right. I, I would it would not surprise me to see Double J turn back up on uh, <laughs> on Spike TV either. Right. Let right. me let me let me ask you this. Uh, Jeff calls you on the phone tomorrow and says, "Hey, look, Todd, I'm working on something just amazing. Will you take that, you know, that chance with me and join my team uh, in this new startup? You know, and I mean, because obviously, anytime you're starting up a new company, it's always a risk. But if he called you up tomorrow and said, "Look, I, I'm working on something big. I want you to come on my team. You know, what do you think about that? Is that something you'd be interested in? Oh, I'd be absolutely. I'd be very interested. I'm I'm interested in any opportunity to do what I love. This is what I love doing. I have a passion for it, uh, and I'm confident in my abilities. You know, I I honestly, I'm not trying to you know toot my own horn, but I think I'm one of the best guys out there today in terms of uh, calling play by play for pro wrestling and helping to tell the story and bringing the passion because it's not faked. I mean, I have a real passion for it. Right. Uh, so if he called me up and had a legitimate opportunity, of course I'd be interested. And I think it would be exciting to be a part of something fresh from, from the ground up and really try and have a big launch. I mean, I, I'm excited myself. I don't know where I'm going to end up, to be honest with you. Right. Um, but there's so many things. It's just great to have so much activity in the wrestling business again and so much going on and so much up in the air and so many questions because it's all positive stuff right. from, from the network to Jarrett potentially doing something to, you know, TNA signed the new deal with Challenge TV and their international business continues to grow. Um, there's a lot going on. I, I just want to find a home and hopefully the right home, home and do what I love doing. And so uh, I'm very excited to see where that's going to be. Very cool. Um, now, we're right at our half hour. Do you have time for like just two or three more questions? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Man. I got as much time as you guys need. All right, we do it. We definitely do appreciate that. Uh, you know, the other the other big shock to me, 
AJ Styles departing TNA. They couldn't reach a deal. I saw him in a high spots interview uh, that just got released recently. He seemed like a real humble guy. Seemed kind of bummed out that they weren't able to reach a deal. What do you, what do you make of all that, Todd? That's another one that I think time will tell what what's really going on there. Uh, obviously, as much as as much as Jeff Jarrett founded TNA and is synonymous with TNA in terms of an in ring competitor, I mean he's been labeled at times the poster boy of TNA wrestling. I mean, you, AJ Styles is another guy that you just saw, um, you know, his career, you just saw the, the maturation of his career and, and, and you saw him basically grow up in the business in, in TNA. They were the ones that really gave him, a, you know, a big opportunity to shine. Right. And you saw him go from X division competitor to, you know, holding tag team goal all the way to becoming their world champion. And a guy that just, you can't help but respect. Uh, a guy that has tons of class, uh, hard worker, and, um, you know, great attitude in terms of working with people. So another guy that just like Jarrett, where you're like, wow, you know, if, if he, if they really let him go, what's the deal? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. You know, obviously, it, again, you, you wonder, well, is it all just a big work? Is he going to, yeah. is he going to erupt back? Because you, you, it's so, and I think that is because it's so hard to believe that he could be gone from TNA that part of you doubts that it's that it's legit. Part of you just expects him to come back at lockdown or slam anniversary and you know um, right all the wrongs and get the title back and and uh, put an end to, to Dixie and, and her clan. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. You know, it, it's again that would be a pretty elaborate ruse because he's showing up on ROH <laughs> and you're laying unless you unless they're developing a working relationship with them, they're really giving AJ a long a long leash. Um, so it's going to be really interesting, but another guy that I'm sure he'll land on his feet, no matter whether he goes back to TNA or, or elsewhere, he's a guy that his, his passion and his abilities in that ring translate all around the world. He could do, I'm sure great business in Japan and Mexico, anywhere he goes. Sure. I, I, you know, I, it just looks like, cause you know, they, they, they were trying to do this whole thing about how he's left and, you know, they were trying to find him and get the belt back. I mean, maybe they realize, cause I think a lot, you know, a lot of the fans personally, they kind of shit on the whole thing and maybe they're like, well, hey, you know, we'll let him go out legitimately and, and, you know, he'll do his thing and we'll work out a deal in six to eight months. And then people, you know, then we can say we got everybody, you know, we'll say we'll work. And that could all. be. And that could be. And, it, and if he does come back, I hope that. Because uh, he's another guy that I respect so much and just am so feel so blessed. That I had an opportunity to call some of his matches. Yeah, um, right. and I really hope that if he does go back, that it's it's because they give him the right the right deal for him because he certainly deserves to be taken care of. Because the guy is a workhorse. Very cool. Yeah, and, I, I, uh, I know. I'm sorry. I said I, I know. ROH has been really promoting the hell out of his uh, return in uh, in two weeks, and I think he's wor- actually working a program with uh, Roderick Strong. Mm-hmm. There, so it'd, it'd be those, those see, matches will, those matches will be darn physical. They'll be great. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually I'm I'm kind of looking forward to it because I remember seeing Roderick Strong in TNA, and then I remember seeing it, a lot of AJ Styles early stuff. You know, you know, like right when he left Ring of Honor, and then when TNA was on Fox Sports, you know, like their their 30 minute, you know, TNA shows that they they do, and all their X Division matches were extremely timed. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, we, we do have, uh, just a, a few listener questions here and then, and then we'll wrap it up. Uh, JJ Stoner in our chat wants to know, what do you think about, uh, Sting? You think there's going to be any possibility for him to, uh, 
finally make a deal with WWE or, you know, do you see him sticking around with TNA? You know, I think, I think TNA has been good for Sting and Sting certainly has been good for TNA. Uh, you know, he's wrestled over the years, some really good matches for them, some big main events. Uh, I think anytime you have a guy that really is an icon of the business holding your title, it, it can't hurt, but the time's going to come to where, um, I'm sure somewhere in the back of Sting's mind, there's that, that, uh, that thing saying, Hey, I, I got it. And I know he's the one holdout from WCW that never crossed over. Yep. And maybe he take maybe he takes pride in that. I don't know. But at some point, I think as a business decision, he's going to have to make that step. And I think it's, you know, probably has to be sooner rather than later. Um, especially if he's going to hop in the ring for, for them. But yeah. I think he certainly is a guy that would belong in the hall of fame. Um, and just again, from the terms of merchandising, WWE, um, whether you like them or not, they do a phenomenal job, I think in monetizing their library and putting together some, some great DVD packages. Now they basically have Sting's entire career outside of TNA. Yep. And, mm-hmm. and I think, to package that together and do a career retrospective, it wouldn't be nearly as powerful without having, without having Sting there to look back at those matches and moments and feuds and rivalries and, and uh, his time in the business. So I think from that standpoint, you know, he, the day will come where he'll make that step for, for that reason, for the hall of fame and maybe to, finally get to dance under the bright lights of WrestleMania once or twice. I hope, I hope I he does. Be interesting to see. Yeah. I, cause I know, you know, we've always heard, you know, him in interviews, you know, years ago saying, look, the, the product was just too edgy, but now, you know, things have definitely changed. And I, I think for him, you know, I, I think, you know, I don't know the guy, obviously you've met him, you know, him probably a lot more than I would, but just my, just my, my guess on him is like, I really think he would probably enjoy at least doing it once, you know, like making that yeah. one appearance, the big stage WrestleMania, uh, Red Sox 86 in chat wants to know, uh, what you, did you see the Wolves debut on TNA this week? What do you think about those guys in TNA now? The Wolves, I think, are, again, great talent. And, and if AJ ever comes back, I'd love to see him work with both those guys. Uh, I think that it's a smart acquisition by TNA because, you know, hardcore fans are going to know that, that the Wolves were, were, uh, being looked at by WWE and, and on NXT. And, and, um, so I think it's a timely pickup for them. And I think that if they kind of, style to back to doing that style of really making it more about the bell to bell and having some great athletic and physical contests. Both those guys certainly fit in and they'll, uh, I think I would imagine they'll probably feud with bad influence off the bat. And I'm, you know, really have known Daniels and Kazarian for a long time, love both those guys. And I just, as a fan, I'd love to see those matches. So again, I hope that it's the right home for them. And I think, and I hope that TNA properly uses them. But uh, I think that given the roster there and uh, potentially bringing in even more talent, uh, you know, along the likes of them, I think that, that they'll thrive because the guys are, are awesome performers, very physical, and uh, can put on some great matches. WWE kind of really, uh, you know, they, they had the chance to pick up these guys and they opted not to. What, what do you, uh, you know, what do you make of that? I don't know, especially with WWE's emphasis lately on the tag division, I think that they would have been great. But, yeah. um, uh, you know, again, kudos to TNA for, for, for picking them up. And, you know, the other guy that you might, you can kind of 
shake your head at is WWE releasing Chris Hero. Yeah. So maybe they'll pick him up oh, at yeah. some point too. But, you know, one's loss is another's gain. And, and, uh, I think that, uh, the, the TNA will capitalize. Certainly it'll be, uh, a good thing having those guys there. Right. Uh, we got a, one or two emails here. Uh, Dane writes in, what was your favorite thing about working with TNA? A lot of things. You know, it was just, it was a great opportunity for me kind of to myself to prove it. I, you know, I've called matches for years. Uh, I've done some good, some big international tours. I called uh, MMA for Elite XC, worked with Showtime Sports. But it was my biggest opportunity in terms of pro wrestling announcing and being on live. And just to prove that I'd go out there and do it and call that caliber of a match. And, and at least it seemed, from what I could tell, uh, the majority of the response was positive to what I was doing. Right. Um, and so it was a great opportunity. But also just reuniting with a bunch of guys that I came up with in the business, you know, started back in Southern California and UPW with Samoa Joe and Kazarian and Daniels and even Cena, you know, was wrestling there back then. Um, Victoria. So to uh, Mike Knox, you know, so just to walk into that TNA locker room, you know, I already felt at home. These guys came up. Oh, it's about time you're here. Ken Lee gave me a big hug. <laughs> right. So it was awesome. You know, just working with them again. Uh, also again, I, you know, I admit it lifelong Hulkamaniac. So, getting to work with Hulk and just getting able to make the call when he would be coming through that curtain to do a promo or something and just being on and out on live TV talking about Hulk Hogan in uh, 2012, 2013 was pretty, pretty awesome and something I didn't really figure would ever happen for me. Very cool. Um, Bobby via email asks, do you have any interest in calling for the uh, AAA Lucha Libre promotion that Mark Burnett is bringing to TV in the U.S.? Sure. Absolutely. You know, I worked with, uh, I worked with Mass Republic and called their Viva La Lucha pay-per-view series and DVD series. Uh, I have a lot of respect for, for Lucha and I think it's great that it's, um, being exposed, going to be exposed more here in the U.S. Obviously back in the day, uh, WCW with Wins, When Worlds Collide yeah. did a great job and then brought in a, a wave of, of Lucha talent and really opened American fans' eyes. ECW, of course, did that as well back in the day. Um, I think it's awesome. I love pro wrestling uh, of any style, whether it be, you know, the American uh, catch, catch, can style or, or Lucha or the strong style in Japan. I respect it all and I can call it all and I will take uh, whatever <laughs> opportunity comes along as long as it makes sense. I, I know you'll kill it wherever you go. Uh, one more listener question. Punchy asks in our chat room, uh, what do you think of Xavier Woods uh, killing it in TNA or uh, NXT and WWE? Another guy that, that is that has been around and he's paid his dues and just happy to see him have an opportunity in WWE. And I think that he's been really compelling and entertaining. The fans are gravitating towards him. So another guy that I thought, you know, I thought had great matches and did really well in TNA as well, but just to see him kind of reinvented and, and having an opportunity, I'm all for guys um, getting more opportunity in this business. And especially if they can make it to WWE and get on television, that's a huge accomplishment. So, you know, definitely happy for him. Right on. Well, Todd, right I, I appreciate you uh, hanging overtime with us here. Um, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at, uh, just at Todd Kennelly. I'm on Facebook as well. Of course, you can watch the, uh, go to hollywoodwrestling.com or on YouTube. Um, also another thing I did want to, I did want to get a mention, 
in for this so yeah so that i don't get uh so that i don't get a stink face uh ter- <laughs> territory league which is uh f3 and knox uh pro promotion it's rikishi gangrel um black pearl and others that put it on there relaunching they're coming back for their second season it's going to start february 9th at the they're going to be filming at the avalon in hollywood and i believe it's going to be available online coming up but they're looking i think for a tv home but it's really a lot of fun. It's team-based, um, teams of, of guys from, from different cities. So, for instance, Rikishi's team is uh, the Las Vegas High Rollers. Right. And uh, he'll bring different guys in, but he'll have he'll have uh, Scotty Tuhati and Grandmaster Sexy from time to time or the godfather on his team. But basically, you know, long story short, two teams will face off. There's this, um, a couple different divisions so there'll be you know like a cruiserweight division women's tag team heavyweight and the winner of each match scores individual match scores a point for their overall team so it's uh and at the end you know the team with the most points wins they have a they have conferences they have a playoff system and at the end of the uh, match if it's a tie they have a match called warfare which is kind of a mix between a, a gauntlet match and a battle royal so it's a blast and they do mix in a lot of the um a lot of the names from the past with a lot of great young talent, and I'll be calling that as well starting back in February. So looking forward to that. So keep your eye out for that as well. We definitely will. We'll, we'll stay tuned to you on Twitter and, of course, HollywoodWrestling.com as well. And, Todd, let's uh, let's look to link back up around WrestleMania. What do you think? Let's do it, man. Anytime you guys will have me, I uh, I always love talking wrestling. So and, you and- can definitely get me to, to gab anytime you want. And that and that's assuming that that Vince or Triple H doesn't call you up and say and you know and offer you a job and then you just forget about your friends here you know I mean never <laughs> never God damn it Todd as long as I don't as long as I don't get myself in trouble I'll still uh, still be talking with you you know what awesome. we, we 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 would definitely we would definitely play nice Todd I, I I'll, I'll just oh. add a side rant in here just for a second because I think it's crazy that the uh, WWE you know I I can understand why they get afraid of internet podcasts and radio and stuff like that but we're kind of some of the guys we, we know how to play it nice we you know tna granted us an interview once and then they ended up switching their pr person and i never heard from them again but uh lindsey bynum uh, she was with the company earlier in the year and she gave us a chance and we did a great interview with bad influence we had both of them on the air at the same time and it just goes to show that you know what we can get them on the air and and do business and not none of this crazy rumors and internet bullshit. You know, we can play it straight and do a proper interview. So I, I just hope that they understand that. But I, I, that's just a side rant. It has nothing to do with you. And I apologize for interjecting myself into your uh, outro here. But uh, <laughs> no, 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 no problem. But how did that interview go? Did they uh, did those two run circles around you? They can be uh, they can be kind of hard to deal with in, in terms of the uh, eating up some mic time. <laughs> Well, they they were they were kind of in character, out of character. I think maybe they were caught off guard that there was actually an internet show who wasn't trying to ask him nothing but insider questions. Maybe I caught him right. off guard a little bit. I was I was trying to be professional. I was trying to do business. You know what I'm saying? It was good. Yeah, it was good. I hear you, man. <laughs> were you tr- but were you trying to do business? Business. Yeah, there yeah. you there you go. <laughs> Todd Kennelly, thank you so much, man. I look forward to talking to you in the future. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Likewise, guys. Fight on. All right, man. Take care. Thanks, Todd.